You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, my friends. This is the S Machine. I am back. That's right, damn it. I am back. And you know what I want to talk to you about today? Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about invisibility and how it can happen to anybody. Now, I'm not talking about in a science fiction type sense. Screw that crap. I'm talking about... Okay, I'll tell you a story. I was in a town uh, doing a gig, and the person that gave me the directions was... Um, kind of uh, the best way to describe this person is uh, an idiot because what they did was they made direction they, they, they printed up directions from 10 years before and there had been some changes streetwise but they never ever made the adjustment on the paper they just xeroxed the paper and then mailed it to people i'm going why are you mailing me anything this one so I, I figured, well, there's their place. There's no need to double check their uh, <laughs> double check their directions. They're not dumb enough to send me the directions that are horrible. <laughs> I was wrong about that. So I get to the city, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't have my car because it was a little bit further away. It was one of those areas where it's far enough away where you're like, you know, I don't want to take my car. I mean, close enough where you don't want to take your car, but far enough away where you make where you think about it. So I get there, and I, I don't know this area that well. And so I get there and I try to find a place and I can't find it. Thanks for all that cab money, you bastards. So I go back to the bus station thinking maybe they'll know what's going on. So I go to the bus station. I'm sitting there. I got my luggage and I'm walking up to people. Hey, do you know where blah, blah, blah street is? And people are looking at me as if to say, fuck out of here. Every person I went to, I, I look like a puppy trying to figure out which one of its masters has just come home. Like, how about you? Could you, could you help me? Uh, no, go fuck myself. Okay, how about you? Hey, uh, uh, what are you clutching your purse for? Hey, what about you? <laughs> and I look like a jackass running around, a grown man, well-dressed, very, very cute man. Yeah, I'm talking about me in a positive sense. Why not? Shut up. And I'm going up to these people and no one's helping me. It's not like I, I was I was looking bad. It's not like I looked like I was a panhandler. I'm I'm carrying new luggage. I'm dressed well. I'm a smart guy. And once again, very cute, damn it. And no one is helping me. Nothing. People are like avoiding me as if they like I'm going to kick their ass. Well, or mug them or freaking ask for money. And not, it's not going to happen. I'm going, does anybody know where this damn place is? This is, what is it? Am I invisible or something? Now, we've all felt invisible. I know you felt invisible. I, when I was really, really heavy, I felt invisible. I remember going into supermarkets and I'd be in line and there'd be a, a lovely lady, lovely young lady or, you know, a woman that's cute at the, at the, at the register. And she's all smiles at everybody. <laughs> you know, a guy gets in front of me, nice looking guy, you know, built well, muscled up, you know, good looking kid, you know what I mean? And he gets up to the counter she's all... <laughs> The reason I'm talking gibberish is because, quite frankly, what she said doesn't matter. It was the mode and the way she was talking to the guy. <laughs> and he's all, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and <laughs> so I get up to the counter and I'm not expecting her to flirt with me or anything, but I'm expecting at least, hey, pleasant, you know, a pleasant little punk conversation that you normally have with someone in a situation like this. And it was almost as if she was going, hello, scum. What are you getting? Oh, food. What a shock. 
you fat bastard. <laughs> now, she didn't actually say that, but her face did, you know. <laughs> and the bad part about it was I was actually shopping for more for, for someone else, for some kids. So it was like, you know, chicken fingers, the kind of stuff that at that point I decided I wasn't going to eat anymore because I wanted to lose weight and get back to, you know, in shape. But you can't, you know, when you see a fat guy, which I was at the time, a fat guy with chicken nuggets and fingers and ice cream and crap like that that you're actually getting for kids, and she sees you with that, she's thinking, you make look at you. you just, what do you not know? You st uh, she, And she wouldn't even look at me. She was like looking down at the food hand, beep, and you was being fat bastard, beep, and get off my planet, beep. And then she she literally handed me my change and a receipt over her left shoulder. Thank you for coming, you bastard. <laughs> invisible. So I know what it's like to feel invisible. And and that's what happened to me back then. And so I'm at, like I said, I'm at the bus station. And people are looking at me and whatever, scum, get away, bastard. I'm not helping your punk ass, no. So I look over and I see this, this, this homeless guy sitting on the ground. And... He's sitting there, and he's not, he's, he's a little, he's, he's not dirty. But you could tell that, you know, he, this was all he had. What he was wearing was all he pretty much had. And he's just sitting there, and he, you could tell by looking at him that he kind of had been there for a while and was, and had just kind of gotten tired of the rejection. You know, hey, can I have, oh, okay. Hey, can you do my, oh, can you do my, oh, okay. You know, he just kind of got beaten down. I mean, he'd be back the next day. I'm sure he looked like he'd been there before and that he was going to keep being there. But he looked like for the day, for today, I'm I'm just beaten down. So I'm looking at the guy and I'm going, oh, jeez. You know, let me get this guy some bread, man. I mean, he, maybe he didn't eat. I don't know. So I walk over to him. You know, I'm saying, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? So what's your name? It's Tyrone. Oh, I'm saying, what's going on, man? You need some? You need something? Yeah, man, I, mean, I got a little bit of money today, but I mean, I could, I could use a little money to, to eat. I said, all right, man, look, man, you go get yourself something. You want me, you want, is it, would they let you into the stores? If they, if they won't let you into the store, I'll go get it for you if you want. You know, you can have it five bucks so I can go get you something. No, I, they'll, they'll, they'll serve me. I just didn't have enough. I said, it's five dollars, man. Don't worry about it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Sorry, Tyrone, no problem. What's your name? I'm S. Anthony. Oh, yes. Your first name's a letter? Yeah. It's a long story, but I go by S. Anthony now. Okay, cool. Thanks a lot, S. Anthony, man. I appreciate that. Man, don't worry about it, man. You know what I'm saying? I had it. I mean, normally I might not have had it, but I had it today, and it's cool. Don't worry about it, man. He goes, you know, um, you were asking for directions. I said, yeah. He goes, I know where that place is. You do? Yeah. Huh. How do you know where that place is? It was kind of down the street from a place I used to work. Yeah? What do you used to do? I uh, worked in an office. It's a long story, but, you know, things didn't work out the way I expected it to, uh, you know, lost my job, my wife left me, you know, my kids, uh, you know, they don't talk to me anymore, and, uh, you know, as soon as I lost the money, it's like she just, you know, I mean, it's not like I wasn't looking for a job or anything, I was looking, but, you know, I don't know, man, I, I just wound up here, you know, I don't know, I said, man, that sucks, man, sorry about that, I said, but I can give you directions, you know, I can give you directions where you want to go. Oh, uh, you need to go blah, 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 And he gave me directions. And I said, thanks a lot, Tyrone. I appreciate it, man. No problem, man. Thank you, too, man. Thank you for everything. Say, you know, no, no, what is, I ain't just talking about the money, man. I said, what do you mean? Nobody ever asked me what my name was before, man. Nobody asked me what my name is. You know? People don't even look at me. You know, I feel like I'm invisible sometimes, man. I don't. I don't necessarily expect anybody to give me money or anything, but 
you know, I mean, at least you could do, you know, it's like look at me, man, and you know, wave or something. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still a human being. I just ain't got any money right now. So I understand, man. So I don't understand. I mean, I've, I've only been out on the street for a couple of days at a time. Well, a couple of days, one time. Um, but uh, so I can't exactly necessarily relate specifically to what you're going through. But I know what it's like to be invisible. You know, you you uh, you you're in a shelter or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a shelter. You know, the thing is, you know, uh, I'm trying to get my thing together. You know, I'm trying to go back and, you know, get my thing together. But, uh, you know, I don't know what the deal is. But for some reason, like we got to be out of there for like three hours a day. And I figure I come here, you know, instead of just sitting around, I just come here and watch the people. I look at them and it's it's real weird because I I look at them and it's like I see myself because I used to be just like them. I used to you know I used to be walking down the street all the time. You know I had a nice nice little car going on. I had a had a nice house and everything like that. I had that and uh, you know and it's real weird because I remember um, when when I was like that and I used to see a dude sitting out there by himself, you know, on the street corner. And I used to think bad things, man. I used to think, look at that bum, look at him. He ain't even trying. He ain't even. He ain't even trying to do nothing. He ain't even, you know, going to get a job. You need to go get a job, you know, because I had a job at the time, and I used to sometimes not even look at them. And now I don't know, man. Now I'm on this side of it. And I don't, I look at them and I I feel bad about, you know, who I was and the way I, the way I thought about people that well like me, you know. Because the thing is, the thing is, I'm here now. I've been where they are. And I'm a good man. I, I was a good worker. Just, you know, things happened. I didn't do no drugs. I didn't steal anything from nobody. I just, things fell apart for me, man. You know, I drank a little bit, but I didn't hit anybody. I didn't steal nothing. You know, and, no. But I'm, I'm going to get it back. You ain't got to feel sorry for me. I'm going to get it back because I'm already, you know, I'm taking some classes and everything. You know, I'm doing my little thing. I, I'll be back where I need to be. Say, so I believe you. I believe you. Say, so, you know, this don't, you know, just do, do what you got to do, man. You know, you've been there before. So, you know, you can get there again. You ain't got to worry about what some jackasses think. You've been there before. You'll get there again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I understand, man. Thank you. Thank, good looking out. No problem, man. Yeah. Take care of yourself. All right, I'm cool. And that was our conversation. <laughs> that was a conversation I had with Tyrone. He was invisible. And I think, be honest with you, he was actually happier for the fact that I actually looked at him and asked him what his name was and talked to him like a human being than he was for the five bucks. Although the five bucks would have, you know, at the back then would have, well, you can get a lot more at McDonald's back then for five dollars. You could actually get a meal and have some change for five dollars back then. But it's really weird, man, how you feel fucking invisible sometimes. You, you can feel invisible in your, in your marriage, in your life, all that shit happens. And I'm just saying, we just got to look at motherfuckers now. We got to look at people. I'm not saying you got to walk up to everybody you see on the street because you never know. I mean, I just read that guy as somebody who wasn't going to be dangerous. And also he was in a sitting position. If he tried anything, I would have just drop kicked his ass back to the ground. But I didn't read him that way. And I'm pretty good at reading people in those situations because I lived in a <laughs> neighborhood where, you, like I said in the earlier podcast, you better be able to read people easily and quickly and know what's going on. But that's the thing, man. You know, you got to look at people because that's why... It becomes so frustrating um, when you think in terms of politics and really super duper rich people. We, as normal human beings, are kind of like Tyrone to them. I mean, they know we exist, <laughs> but 
but they kind of just walk by us and then they drive by in their expensive cars. Keep in mind, when I'm talking about billionaires, I'm talking about billionaires who do bad things. Not every rich person. There are rich people that do good things and are good people. They are not the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the millionaires and billionaires who screw over people who live regular lives. Now, I'm not saying that I always dig in my pocket and hand out some bread to, to a homeless guy. I don't do it all the time. A lot of times I don't have change. Or I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to get too close to that guy. That guy, might, and that guy looks like he has, he's an attack waiting to happen. So if this is no situations, you have every right to go, mm-mm. And, and it's nobody going to think you're a scumbag because you don't hand out a couple of bucks to somebody who's asking you for it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the whole concept of not making another human being invisible. And I don't want to be invisible. I was invisible when I was really, really heavy. Tyrone was invisible because at the time he didn't have any money. And we, as, and we regular people are invisible to people who are really, really high up there. We're numbers. <laughs> you know, that's why, you know, when they group you into a class, you're a, you're a fucking number. And if you're a number... Once you take, change the label from someone, once you're not Tyrone anymore, like that guy was to me, once you're just the middle class or the poor, once you're that, you're not a human being, you're a thing, a thing that could be looked over. And once your humanity is taken away, a person can do whatever they want to you, including lie to you, because you hear it all the time. They always make you feel like, in this country, everybody thinks they're one three-point shot away from winning the game. That's the trick. You got to make everybody think they're one three-point shot away from winning the game, which is kind of true. I mean, if you think of something, if you win the lottery, that's a three-point shot. That's more like a half-court shot, but let's just say three-point shot with the buzzer going down. And it's good! He wins the You know, if you come up with a great invention and you can protect that invention and a big company comes along and buys that crap, three, Two, one, it's up. It's good. Ah! Three-point shot, you win. But for the most part, let's be real. If you work for the city, if you're a regular nine-to-five person, you're not trying to create this, this incredible thing that's going to change the world. If you don't win the lottery, if you don't have some kind of unique thing that makes it so the world has to go through you for an idea or has to go into you to get something, come on, man. You still have the same opportunity at a three-point shot. It's just that there's 16 seven-foot guys standing in front of you. <laughs> right? And there's a, there's a guy standing in front of the basket on a ladder. <laughs> and the referee thinks you boned his wife. The people in the stands are booing your ass. And the ball's been covered in grease. So is it technically possible? Sure. If you throw enough balls in that situation up in the air, eventually one of them will fall right through and go in and somebody's going to score. But for the most part, come on. <laughs> but if you're rich and powerful, it's a little bit different. If you're rich and powerful, if you're born into a powerful family, born into a rich family, you got connections, you still have to take the shot. But see, um, you don't just get one. You get as many shots as you need for it to go in. And if you don't go in, they'll bring the basket to you. Just drop the ball to the basket. Just drop it. But you took the basket off and you're just handing it. And you're standing in front of me holding the basket at waist level. I know. Just drop the ball to the damn basket. Uh, that's cheating. Shut up. You want to win, right? Yeah, sure. Drop the ball. Bang. You, it's good. All right. Okay, let's reattach the hoop now and let the next sucker who thinks he has a chance try. <laughs> bring out the seven-footers.
If you're rich and powerful and you're playing a game, you have a 40-point advantage. And all your relatives are the referees. And the commissioner of the, of the league is your dad. And the people that own the sports pages are your cousins. So even if you suck, that's not what the newspaper's going to say. <laughs> right? If the person tries to block you and almost hit you, foul. <laughs> if the bucket doesn't go up, up, goaltending, but I'm all the way over here. Yeah, but you goaltended anyway, so that bucket counts. So they got us all thinking that, oh yeah, we're uh, you're one three-point basket away. What are you talking about? You can make it, you dumb bastards. I mean, did I say dumb bastards? <laughs> I didn't mean to say dumb bastards. Well, you could hear it. But that's the thing, man. So what we got to do is leave the league and start our own league where the, where the scoring is fair, where the referees going to call it down the line, where the commissioner is impartial. That's what we got to do. And that, means, that requires voting out jackasses. The jackasses that think you're invisible. The jackasses that think you don't matter for anything. You got to get rid of their asses. Because if you don't, you're going to try to shoot a three-pointer with the clock running down. With a bunch of seven-footers standing in front of your ass. And a taped-over basket. <laughs> Being invisible is not fun, is it? I don't like that shit. I know you don't. So let's not be invisible anymore, damn it. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not expecting you to go up to every homeless person you see and hand them some money. As I, like I said, I don't. But if you got a little change in your pocket, you don't need that shit. Just fucking hand it to the dude or the lady. Just fucking do it. What difference does it make? It's not going to change your life any. If you see somebody that's not necessarily the most attractive person in the world to you sexually, doesn't mean they're not a nice person. Doesn't mean they can't hold a good conversation. Doesn't mean they don't want to be looked at. And treated with love and respect. You don't. I mean, you don't have to be flirting with them. But just, hey, what's going on, man? Boop, 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 boop. Have a little conversation. Don't make anybody feel invisible. You know, you see a person who's a little mentally disabled. And he's kind of hanging around the store. Have a conversation with him. That happened to me at the supermarket a little while. I was a guy was a little mentally disabled. He was in a wheelchair. He's in, in line in front of me, and he was trying to get eye contact with people. And I walked up to him and I saw that he had on. Some uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, outfit, which was kind of weird for where I was. I was like, Eagles? I said, are you from Philly? Yeah, I'm from Philly. Say, hey, me too, man. All right, go Eagles. Yeah, you live in Philly? No, not right now, but my family, a lot of my family's there, and I was born there. Oh, cool, man. All right, you take care, man. Oh, thanks a lot, man. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. I was like, I'll do the chant with him. What the hell? You know? <laughs> you know? And then he went up about his day. I don't want him to feel invisible, because I know what it's like. And I was fortunate enough that the thing that made me invisible, I had control over. But a lot of times, the thing that makes a person invisible, they don't have control over. And if they don't have control over, it means that they stay invisible to society. And they stay invisible. And you don't want to do that to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So let's all make a pledge. At least one time this week, damn it. We see somebody that's invisible. We're going to do something to make sure that they do not feel invisible. Even if it's just handing a little change to somebody or waving to somebody or saying hi to somebody or smiling at somebody that we, you know, that we normally wouldn't. Cool. Would you do that for me? Of course you will. My podcast audience. Rules. <laughs> well, folks, that is the, yep, this is a, the, Friday episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast. It's actually being recorded Thursday morning. Much love to you. Thank you for checking out the other podcasts. I keep seeing all those big blasts of people checking out the stuff. I dig it. I, I see you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I see you. And I see you in Great Britain. I see you. I see you in Great Britain. I see you in Australia. I see you in Canada. I see you out there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Much love to you all. Thank you for checking me out. The home base of this podcast is S. Anthony says dot podbean dot com. Check me out on at, at S. Anthony Thomas and at S. Anthony says on Twitter. Follow me, damn it. Uh, make sure you share me on your social networking sites. Suggest me to your friends and family. Subscribe if you haven't. And I, like I said, I got a whole lot of podcasts on the site. I'm proud of each and every one of them. I'm happy with each and every one of them. And I think you will enjoy them if you go back and listen to them. So go ahead. Go on some marathons and listen to my shit, damn it. They don't make your life better. Because a lot of them are funny. A lot of them are very sincere. Yeah. Sincere podcasts from me. <laughs> Much love to you all. I really appreciate your support. All seriousness. Thank you. You've been really, really cool to me. I appreciate it. And uh, much love to you all. This is the Friday episode. The last one of the week. I will see you guys on Monday with a new episode. Thank you. And S. Anthony out.